and welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where I talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, life coach Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you get unstuck, be more confident, and feel better at 30. Today's episode is all about turning 30 and boundaries. But before we dig into the topic, I thought I would give a little update about what's been going on with me. So I know for most of you, you follow me on Instagram and you probably see my very complainy stories about what's been going on for the past few weeks and also why I've not been putting out as many podcast episodes as I usually would. But for those of you who maybe are listening to this for the first time or who have discovered me not through Instagram, I'll give a little bit of background. So in December of last year, I embarked on my first ever digital nomad trip. I started in Mexico and I then moved on to Costa Rica in January and I set up camp there and lived in a place called Santa Teresa for the past few months. And I know that I took a big risk traveling in the middle of the pandemic and I weighed up all my options and decided that it was time for me to go. I really followed my intuition with that. I wasn't vaccinated before and I just went off on my trip and said I will keep as safe as possible and whatever happens will happen. And I was so lucky because it was really rife in certain areas where I was. I actually changed a couple of destinations on my trip because I'd heard there were specific places that were, were quite bad and I managed to make it for the four months without catching COVID and I then came back I flew back in the first week of April and I landed back in Tel Aviv which is where I'm based and I got home and I'd woken up in the night feeling really shivery and shaky and I'm a bad traveler and it's a huge time difference and big weather change going from tropical heat to Tel Aviv spring weather which was quite cool in the evening and I just thought oh you know, not feeling well. This is quite normal for me after a couple of days of travel. And then I received a text message from my COVID test that I had at the airport in Tel Aviv when I landed saying that I was positive. And you know that moment when you get delivered news and you just don't believe it. And I genuinely was like, hold up, this is wrong because I had to have a negative test to fly the day before I flew. So only 36 hours before I'd already come back with a negative test. I was very confused and decided, my brain decided that I didn't want to have COVID and I didn't have it. And then quite swiftly, about one hour later, I felt completely wiped and that was it. It was a whole week and I actually have been pretty much out of action since that which was almost one month ago now it's three weeks since that story happened and I'm really struggling to recover and get my health back up and I know how lucky I am you know I had a really really rough seven days and then I came out of it and I didn't have a fever anymore and the worst part was definitely over but what I've been left with is this lingering exhaustion almost chronic fatigue and also no taste and smell, which has been really interesting. It's actually slowly over the past week started to come back, and I'm hoping that in the coming weeks I'll be back to normal. But I'm not telling you this to get you to feel sympathy for me because it was the price I paid for going on this amazing journey in the winter and really meaningful trip. 
something that I'm going to record a separate podcast episode about some of the things that I learned there that's coming up soon but I'm telling you this just because I've had to really coach myself and manage my mind over the past couple of weeks about being patient and I'm sure many of you can relate I'm sure there's been times before when you've been not physically well but emotionally ready to get back out there maybe if you've broken a limb or you've had chronic fatigue or anything that has meant that you've really had to put your health first and set that boundary for yourself of making sure that you look after yourself before you do anything else before you look after other people before you see friends before you meet your obligations at work and this is something that I've really struggled with and I just wanted to share that with you as we go into this episode which is talking about boundaries and did you see the nice link there but I just wanted to share that I think a lot of the time I know that my clients I see this with my clients and I think in general people who have coaches or mentors or even managers at work is that you think that we've got it all figured out or we were just born like capable of managing ourselves and managing our minds and it's just not true and this is something I'm really struggling with you know patience is a virtue that I definitely (laughs) don't possess or I possess in very small amounts so I'm really trying to learn through this experience of committing to myself setting a boundary with myself and learning to be patient and knowing that my body is where it's supposed to be and it's just healing itself and it's probably going to take a little bit more time so that's just a little update about what's been going on with me and also why I've not been doing as many podcast episodes as usual. This podcast is really meant to be once per week or once every other week, a really good way for you to learn coaching concepts that I teach as part of my program and also hear guests and other point of views and I dropped the ball and I'm saying that to be vulnerable that I didn't have that much of a backlog of episodes so for the past month that I've been out of action and even when I was away and didn't have perfect recording situations or settings I haven't been as active on here as I would like but I really have some amazing episodes planned coming up lots of ones on coaching concepts that I teach and another episode like I mentioned about my personal journey where I'm going to talk about my 33rd year which has been the 33rd year of my life this year which has been such an interesting journey for me and then I also have some really great episodes coming up with special guests talking about all different 30 relevant topics from freezing eggs to turning 30 and exploring sexuality and lots of other exciting things so if you like these topics and you enjoy listening to me then I recommend subscribing whether you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and also following me on Instagram and I very rarely ask for things on the podcast but I really do want to request that if you enjoy this content then please 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 go and rate the podcast, subscribe and share it with your friends who you think will also benefit from it and I'm never a person to give a shit at all about being in the charts or where it ranks or anything like that it's not about analytics for me it's just about people getting this information and really using it to help them feel better and the more ears I can get into then the more lives I can affect the better so 
that's just my request. The more that people review and rate the podcast, the more listeners are exposed to it. So I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do that after you listen to this, of course, presuming that you actually like the podcast. Okay, so let's start and we're going to be talking all about setting boundaries. And actually, this topic wasn't something I ever really included in my main coaching materials. But as the past six months have unfolded, it's become one of the core topics that I coach on. And one of the most amazing topics that I coach on because I see that it has the most wonderful results when you actually learn to start setting boundaries. I ended up creating this episode and the subsequent episode after I had around two weeks I think it was back in February I had two weeks where I was doing amazing work with clients about setting boundaries and I remember the topic just kept popping up again and again and I had two really powerful sessions where I saw with my clients the amazing results that they were getting because they had done this work and they had put into practice the concepts that I teach and that's when I decided to write this and funnily enough I thought oh would I have enough material to do one podcast episode on this and as it turns out I have enough material to do two so as an overview this is part one of boundaries and next week you'll get to listen to part two So I'll explain what the different sections are so in this episode today I'm going to talk about what boundaries are, why we should set them, the different types of boundaries and I'm going to give you a couple of examples of boundaries that my clients have set and just talk really about why boundaries are so important and then next episode, next week, I'm going to carry on this conversation of why boundaries are important and talk about the compound effect that having boundaries can have in your life and how it can show up in your results. I'm going to also be talking about setting boundaries with yourself when coming out of lockdown and keeping a self-care routine that works for you and I'm going to be giving some really practical tips of how to set boundaries. So that's how it's going to run and let's talk about today with what boundaries are and I really think that it's important to understand that so many people come to me to be coached and they don't even know that they need to set boundaries. It's not something we learn in school. It's not something we genuinely are aware of. But once we realize what boundaries are and when we set them and we apply it into our lives, then all of a sudden they just start popping up everywhere. And it really does actually affect all areas of our lives. So I think that most of you will really resonate with this topic. If you're someone who really finds yourself reacting a lot, to other people and being very in tune with what other people are doing or saying and if you're aware that you're aligned with what others want, what others feel, what their needs are and you're aware that sometimes you do this over your own needs and if you've ever identified as a people pleaser and you find yourself repeatedly acting in a way that you think others want you to or if you struggle to hold yourself accountable to your own promises and you really struggle to do things for yourself instead of doing things for other people, then this episode is going to be super relevant for you. And I'm guessing that when I just read out that list, most of you can probably relate to at least one of them, if not several. So let's talk 
definitions because there's lots of different ways to define boundaries that are out there and if this isn't your first stop into personal growth and self-development and you follow people on Instagram and you've read books about it or you listen to podcasts you'll know that there's a huge hype at the moment about around boundaries there are some coaches and therapists whose main work is teaching how to set boundaries and there are so many different ways to define what a boundary actually is and I really think that there's no right or wrong answer to this and you can have your own interpretation but I personally have developed my own definition of a boundary that I now use over the years and this is something that I've probably seen someone else say or maybe it's a combination of a few different things that other people have come up with but my definition is that boundaries are when we respond to others and the world around us truly align with who we are and the results that we want to achieve and I just want to be clear that this definition also includes the boundaries we set with ourselves so lots of the boundary definitions that I come across are more focused on how we show up relationally so how we show up in relation to other people but I also think that a big part of boundary work is the individualist mentality of how we set boundaries with our own behavior and our own emotions I'm just going to repeat that definition again boundaries are when we respond to others and the world around us truly aligned with who we are and the results that we want to achieve Now that's just my personal definition that I've developed and like I said there are so many different definitions out there and I just wanted to draw your attention to one definition which I really love which is given by Dr Nicole Lepera who's also known as the holistic psychologist and she puts out great material on this topic and her definition states boundaries are our own personal limits they allow us to have space between us and another another foundation of healthy relationships. Such a great definition. And again, I think it's really in line with what I also define boundaries as, as really it's the ability to understand what our own personal limits are. Dr. Lepera then carries on talking about boundaries and talks about setting boundaries with others around us. And she says in some of her content that healthy people set and hold boundaries. They demonstrate self-love by compassionately and objectively speaking about their boundaries. I also really love this definition as I truly believe that our ability to set boundaries is linked to our abilities to value ourselves and hold ourselves out as worthy individuals. So let's talk about the different types of boundaries because there are a few different types and I'm going to just outline them and give a short explanation of each one and I'm going to do that by also talking about what a boundary violation for that type of boundary looks like. So firstly, I'm going to talk together about physical and material boundaries because these boundaries are often very clear to us. We do understand them more in a conceptual way and it's much clearer when these boundaries have been violated. So physical and personal space boundaries are boundaries that we set in relation to our personal belongings, our material objects and our physical selves. So a boundary violation here would be if somebody physically violated your personal space, so they touched you where you didn't want to be touched or they came too close to you or a material boundary violation would be if somebody took something from you that doesn't belong to you 
or if somebody comes onto your property and trespasses. These are all examples of physical limit and material boundaries. So whilst these boundaries are obviously super important to obtain, in terms of the work that I do with clients, because they're just more obvious, these are not really the boundaries that come up so much in coaching. The other two types of boundaries are the ones that we're really talking mostly about here. The first one is emotional boundaries. And these are boundaries around how you feel, who you engage with, and the parts of yourself that you open up to share with others. So I think this is actually the boundary that most people struggle with. And I thought it would be good to give a couple of examples of this. And also just to say that when we turn 30, I think this boundary work becomes even more important in relation to emotional boundaries because this is the point when people start to express opinions about our age and about what's going on with us and our stage of life, unsolicited opinions that we just didn't ask for. So that leads on to the example of an emotional boundary would be if a family member started questioning you about your relationship status at a family dinner when you don't want to speak about it. Or an example of a friend saying something to you that you think crosses your boundary of what someone has the right to give you their opinion on. Or but emotional boundaries often get crossed in relationships. So for example, with partners when people gaslight. And another example of an emotional boundary is when somebody emotionally burdens you with their thoughts and emotions without any awareness of your own personal emotional state. So that's really something that can happen a lot with parent figures and when we're growing up often as children we become emotionally burdened and we don't know how to set that boundary from such a young age and therefore that boundary is continually violated as we are maturing and growing up. The last type of boundary is a resource boundary and that's how you decide to split your time and your energy and everything that comes around that. So the thing that comes to mind here that I work with mostly on clients is work-life balance boundary and I think this is the boundary that is the most important to exercise willpower and then you practice learning it and I think lots of us think that boundaries are saying no And I don't think that's strictly true. I think that saying no is an action step for setting a boundary that is very relevant for a resource boundary, but it's not the only way to set a boundary. So just to be clear, and I'll talk about that in next week's episode, the different ways to set boundaries, but it doesn't always mean no, but actually for the sake of resource boundaries, often that's what it can look like. It can look like somebody asking you to do something and not just accepting it. And on a personal level, it can be knowing that you have to do something and not procrastinating. So saying yes to doing something at the time that you said and committing to your schedule. So why are boundaries so important? I think to address this, it's really important to talk about what happens when we don't set boundaries. When we constantly say yes to other people and let them cross our boundaries, what we're really doing is repeatedly saying no to ourselves. I'm going to repeat that again. When we say yes to other people, we say no to ourselves. And the reason I'm repeating it is because I think a lot of us think that we can do both. We really, truly, genuinely believe that we can respond in a way that feels good for ourselves and that we can respond in a way that pleases other people. But the truth is, it's rarely the same thing. It's rarely the case where we can show up exactly as we want to for ourselves and also for other people because 
everybody has their own needs, everybody has their own wants, and it's very rare that these are one on the same. And when push comes to shove, and we have those two options of putting our own needs first or putting somebody else's needs first, when we're empathetic people or we're analytical or we're sensitive, and it's these are all qualities that most people who identify as female really resonate with, then actually what happens is that we end up doing things in line with other people when push comes to shove. So when we aren't setting boundaries and we are constantly acting in a way that serves others, most of the time, we then aren't acting in a way that feels good for us. And then what happens is we end up saying no to our inner wants and needs. We're saying no to our own truth and we're actually living out of alignment. And when this happens, we start to live our lives in line with other people and not for ourselves. And when we do this repeatedly, slowly over time, we forget our own values. We forget who we really are and we forget how to live our genuine and true authentic selves. And then what happens is our lives become inauthentic and we start to live a version of ourselves that we have, which is based on what other people think of us. And this might all sound quite catastrophic as I'm saying all of this, but it's true because not only have I been there myself, but I see this time and time again with clients. And the reason why starting to set boundaries feels so good is that we start to come back to ourselves and we start to remember who we truly are authentically what we want it's something that is very important but not enough of us do and if we want to even take this concept one step further then hear me out what actually happens when we start to live our lives based on what other people think is that we're living our lives based on our perception of what they think because at the end of the day we will truly never know what anybody actually thinks of us So we're living our lives according to what we think others think about us. Such a huge red flag. And when we do this, we actually end up living a phony version of ourselves that is based on entirely made up perceptions that our own mind has come up with. And it just ends up being completely out of line of who we are and what we really want. And as I'm saying all of this, you're probably thinking, Emma, this sounds ridiculous. Why would anyone do that? And why have I been doing that? And Actually, when I describe it in this way, it is absurd. It really is. But I bet so many of you are doing it or have done it. I know it's something that I used to do a lot in the past. Just to summarize that point, that boundaries are so important to live a true, authentic life that's in alignment with who you are and what you actually want. The second reason why boundaries are so important is because fundamentally, although they seem to be the opposite, they really are an act of self-care. Because living a life in alignment with what you truly want is caring for yourself and loving for yourself and making decisions out of that love and responding to others out of that love. And in addition to that, it's not just about love for yourself, it's also about love for others around us. Yes, that's right. When we start acting in a way that is in line with who we really are, we actually help others to live in outside the limits of their own boundaries. We set an example of what it's like to live our truth and that can directly affect others. It affects the way they respond to us and the way they respond to themselves. And a boundary is so hard to set because we're socially conditioned all the time to say yes and 
as women, we are socialized to say yes to others, to help others, to be there. It's a maternal instinct to be a fixer and to be in service of others. It's really what we've been taught to do. So it feels very unnatural to set boundaries. So our instinct is to think if we set a boundary with ourselves or with others, then we're going to harm other people. We're going to hurt their feelings. We're going to do something wrong. But the truth is when we live our own truth, then we give other people the courage to live theirs. From a really young age, we're taught always that we shouldn't hurt other people's feelings. Our parents often said this to us when we were younger, don't hurt her feelings or did she hurt your feelings? And therefore, we're always taught to think about other people and put their needs before ours. So this is something that we've been taught and our parents probably never even thought about that. So it's something that we should be really aware of is that we don't hurt other people's feelings and by thinking that we do, we then fail to set boundaries. I have a whole episode on a topic that I teach in coaching called emotional adulthood and I really recommend if this specific topic resonates with you of taking responsibility for your own actions and being able to look at yourself more than others I definitely recommend going back to listen to that episode because it's very relevant to boundary setting and I think it will also give you some food for thought on how to change your behaviors and emotions in relation to setting boundaries. The sad fact is is that many of us are really nervous to set a boundary because we're so afraid that it's going to hurt somebody else. We're so afraid that there's going to be a pushback. We're so obsessed with making sure that everybody likes us and our worst case scenario in our heads is often somebody talking about us or having negative feelings for us and it brings up a huge amount of guilt and confusion and when we actually break it down and realize that boundaries can have the opposite effect and actually we can never control what anybody thinks about us anyway we can understand why it's so important to love ourselves and love others and therefore set boundaries based on that love the last thing I want to say in today's episode is that I really want to emphasize that boundary setting and being able to speak our truth is a skill that can 100% be learned I'm saying this because I hear time and time again from clients and everyone around me that I'm just a people pleaser. This is a label that lots of people give themselves. I'm a people pleaser. I was born this way. Nothing I can do about it. This is who I am. I'm not good at setting boundaries. I always look after other people's needs instead of my own and that's just how it goes. Hey ho. And I always say that being a people pleaser is just not something you're born with. It's something that you've learned. It's not a personality trait that you are stuck with. You've, it's a learned behavior that you've learned over time, which therefore means you can very successfully unlearn it. And you can do it by practicing it. And practicing it is, it's like a muscle. And I'm going to speak more about that in the episode next week. So that's all for today. I think that it's been quite an intense episode of talking about the background of boundaries why it's important, the types of boundaries and what the definition is and this is going to form a really good basis of my next episode next week which is going to talk all about how to actually go ahead and set them. I'm going to talk more about lockdown and what it's like coming out back into real life and why it's important that we have boundaries with ourselves and other people at this time and I'm going to give you some really good examples of work I've been doing with clients. I really want to emphasize just as we come towards the end of the episode 
how powerful doing this boundary work can be and how game-changing it can be and how you show up in your life, how you feel, how you think and also how others respond to you. And if you resonate with any of the things I've said in this episode then really make sure to tune in to the next episode where you're going to learn how to apply this work and take it further. The last thing that I will leave you with today is a little bit of a sneak preview into the course that I'm currently developing which is going to be launched in July and applications will actually open at the beginning of June and it's I'm so excited about it because it's a foundational course called the next chapter which is going to help you build your next chapter at 30 and it's taking all of these concepts that I teach as part of my coaching and is going to bring them to you in a hybrid container of live interactive workshops and also video teaching modules and a workbook that if you do this work your life is going to look so different and I'm so excited to bring it to you and to share all of the concepts that have completely changed my life and are changing the lives of my clients every single day. So this is something that's currently developing and it will be launched very soon If you want to be one of the first to get access to this course, then go onto my Instagram at turning30coach. Go onto my bio and you'll see there's a waitlist form. And if you send your details, then you'll be one of the first to get access to the course. It's going to be limited because it is interactive. So it does take place over the space of four months. So there are going to be a limited amount of spots and you can then get, first access and also special discount if you are one of the first to sign up. So make sure to go onto my Instagram and check that out and send me your email address and I will make sure to keep you updated and make sure to stay tuned next week's episode for the practical parts of how to set boundaries. See you next week.